Hello and welcome to episode two of Soundwaves, the podcast of the Ellen MacArthur Cancer Trust. Here we will be sharing stories, going behind the scenes and staying in touch with everyone who has a relationship with the Trust. The Trust family has grown and grown for almost 20 years now, so this is a place for us to share stories, share memories and look ahead to what's to come as well. In the Zoom room with us today are Jade, who has been on two trips with the Trust, Jeremy, who has also been on two trips, and Rosie, who volunteered on Jade and Jeremy's prolific trip last year and was the second recipient of the Trust's Luke Gilbert Volunteer of the Year Award at the start of 2018. Uh, I'm now going to invite you all to shout hello to everyone. Hello. Hello. So Jade, Jeremy and Rosie were all on 2019's prolific trip together. It's a little bit different in that it's run in partnership with the Ocean Youth Trust South aboard a stunning 30-metre yacht called Prolific. Young people cruise along the south coast on this beautiful boat where everything is a bit bigger than on other trips and they are split into teams called watches who take it in turns to sail and to navigate. So when we refer to the Prolific trip during this conversation, this is what it is we're talking about. We will also be checking in with Nick, who is Head of Marketing at Musto, who supply the Trust with lots of clothing and accessories which protect the skin from UV. So listen out for that around the midpoint of this episode. We are launching this episode on May the 4th, which as well as being Star Wars Day, May the 4th be with you, it's also the start of Sun Awareness Week. It's run by the British Association of Dermatologists to raise awareness of skin cancer. Rosie, could I just ask you to give a brief explanation as to why it's really important young people who've had cancer take care of themselves in the sun? Radiotherapy and many drugs used in cancer treatments increases the skin to be more sensitive in the sun. And at the start of treatment, you're often advised to avoid direct sunlight. This doesn't mean you have to stay indoors all the time. But when going out, it is important to wear protective clothing, for example, a hat with a wide brim, sunglasses, long sleeve t-shirts, and to sit in the shade. And do you find that when people come on trust trips that they already sort of know about this kind of thing? Or is it your responsibility when you're on that trip to make sure it's happening? Um, well, I think they do know, but I think it's also really important that we try and reinforce, reinforce this for the young people. So given that trip uh, you were all on last year, uh, Jade, I've never been on the prolific trip. Uh, the vast majority of people listening to this have never been on the prolific trip. Can you tell us what it's like? Yeah, um, I think it was certainly a great trip to kind of go on. And I really, really enjoyed kind of mixing with such a wide kind of bunch of people. Um, some people are, who I've met previously on trips like Jeremy and Rosie. Um, but also so, like, meeting like, new faces and stuff. and. I like quite the fact that it was spread over four days and we had like different jobs each day kind of thing. Um, for example, like we had set days where some of us did breakfast, lunch or supper across the four days. Um, we had quite a lot of fun and like, kind of like trying to relearn um, the knots and stuff that we had kind of probably forgotten from a year ago <laughs> or the, from the year before. Um, that was quite easy to kind of feel kind of connected to the team and kind of working together in like keeping the lines in and stuff and um, no one was kind of left out and if you didn't want to do something like it didn't matter like we all understood like you do get a bit tired maybe sometimes or you don't want to do something um, certainly for myself I didn't feel homesick or anything because um, I was so engrossed in 
what we're doing like actually on the trip and all the activities that we were doing um so i was kind of say overall it's quite a good a good trip and really enjoyed it jeremy is that how you think of it back as well or do you have other experiences with it and uh how involved were you with the uh the tidying up that jade mentioned I think we we're all actually quite equally involved in the tidying up. The prolific trip actually managed to find a way to make washing up fun. It was the weirdest thing, but they kind of made it into a game where it was quite exciting. And um, every single time, Rosie would always be giving me these bright pink gloves, which uh, meant I became Jemima instead of Jeremy. But still now, even when people are kind of meshing and we're catching up, it, it's still Jemima. So thank you very much for that, Rosie. Much uh, appreciated. Um, but yeah, it was the fact that kind of on a, on a lot of trips and kind of on our initial trips, there's kind of a group of about four or five of you kind of on a boat and you get really close with those people, but it can be kind of a bit harder to sort of get to know everybody. But on the prolific trip, we all got to know each other kind of equally well, which was quite lovely. And there were people that knew each other from before. There were kind of new people, but we all just clicked so well uh, the whole time. Rosie, what are your memories of the prolific trip? Um, I have really, really fond memories and of lots of fun, lots of laughs, and um, we all had a really good time. It was a very different trip from the yachts that we were used to sailing on, but it was fun. The, the crew who were with us, they were also really helpful and friendly, and I think that helped as well. So what we're talking about in this episode, uh, staying safe in the sun, it affects so many people and we see lots of folk out sunbathing and not applying sunscreen, not wearing long sleeves, not wearing baseball caps. Uh, Jade and Jeremy, could you just briefly tell us what kind of cancer it was you had and how you were able on the trust trips to combine staying safe while also having fun on what is a very outdoors based experience? Um, I, so I had three gemonoma brain tumours, um, they're quite rare have a tumour there's only like 10 cases that each year um and so I'm, I'm unfortunately left with medication for life um which i unfortunately won't be taking off um starting on the on the um sailing trips kind of everyone's kind of on like the same same boat as such um and i mean obviously the charities supply you um there's, there's the tops that are help with the sun um so you kind of you tend to, I mean, I've got two tops from each, one from each trip, which is quite useful because then I can kind of wear them across the four days and not have to worry about <laughs> wearing one of my t-shirts or something that I might have that, which then I could quite easily catch a burn. I mean, there's always sunscreen laying around on the boats and stuff. And so you kind of see them all around the boat. So you kind of think, oh, while I'm passing, I'll slap them on sort of thing. Um, and obviously the charity supply you with a hat and stuff and so you kind of always kind of pack, pack, pack that so you're all prepared and they also give you sunglasses so you kind of like you've already given us like our own little pack really set up for um sailing because certainly you don't quite realize what how much sun you actually get while you're out sailing or how much you actually catch unless you aren't wearing that sort of stuff really so yeah and certainly a good skill under your belt with sailing uh, so the type of cancer I had was Hodgkin's lymphoma, uh, stage three. So it was a type of blood cancer. Uh, so kind of being out in the sun wasn't um, uh, kind of a huge 
uh, kind of like a notable issue for, for my type of chemo. But the main thing was just kind of completely losing all of your hair. So, and you can just get this, this sheer amount of sunlight that kind of goes onto your head is unbelievable. <laughs> like you just don't really notice it when you've got hair up there. Uh, but it is so, so easy to burn. Um, I was quite lucky by the time that I went on uh, my first trash trip, my hair had already kind of started coming back, uh, but that wasn't the case for everybody. So it was quite helpful kind of having the caps and all the kind of nurses on board as well to make sure people were taking precautions. Um, I remember when we went on the prolific trip, uh, we kind of all went around and we were asked kind of what we were looking forward to getting out of this trip. And most people went for quite kind of wholesome, nice answers. I, I was kind of looking forward to getting a tan. Um, but um, unfortunately, it was cloudy for pretty much the entire trip, except for one day. And it was such a beautifully sunny day. We spent the whole time on deck. And of course, a lot of us completely forgot sun cream because we were so used to being cloudy. So Rosie was there making sure that we were all staying safe throughout all of it. I was going to say, uh, Rosie, when it comes down to um, the volunteer experience, you know, could you tell us yourself volunteering and everyone else who volunteers for the Trust? what is the approach they use to make sure that everyone is aware of the sun and making sure that they're staying safe in it? Yeah. Well, I think the, the thing is, as a volunteer, we want all the young people to have an fun and enjoy their trust trips. But also, I think we need to be aware of the following actions to help facilitate it, staying safe in the sun and preventing sunburn. Um, the first thing I was going to talk about was sun cream. Ultraviolet rays are harmful and in order to protect our skin we need to wear factor 50 at all times and that's even when it's not sunny as we need to consider the reflection from the sea and the sails. There is always a plentiful supply in all the trips and it's important for both the volunteers and the young people to apply the cream continuously throughout the day. Clothing and sunglasses well, correct clothing must be worn, and we are lucky as Musto supply the long sleeve T-shirts to the charity and caps with a wide brim. But every young person is also given a pair of sunglasses that are UV protected and um, rehydration. On the trips, every person on the trip has a water bottle and they're clear so we can monitor the amount everybody is drinking throughout the day. And the volunteers are watching, <laughs> monitoring this. And we do need to encourage the young people to drink plenty as this can prevent exhaustion, he, sorry, heat exhaustion through dehydration. And then uh, I also want to mention about shade. Um, if a young person is showing signs of sunburn, then we need to encourage them to cover themselves up. For example, change shorts to trousers, put a hat on, and if possible, to sit in the shade. Just want to point out that as we're on this uh, Zoom room meeting, uh, both Jade and Jeremy are drinking very well. And also, <laughs> Jeremy has uh, the, the sunglasses. He's oh, very good. As well. <laughs> uh, so we are, we are keeping these practices up uh, all throughout the year. So now we're going to hear from Nick, who is Head of Marketing at Musto, an outdoor clothing and accessories brand who have had a close relationship with the Trust since the very beginning. Nick, we're talking about keeping safe in the sun. Can you tell me a little bit about how the clothes muscle supplies for the young people on trust trips helps with that? Absolutely. Uh, thanks for having me on as well, Scott. Um, we're really proud of the relationship with Ellen MacArthur Cancer Trust uh, from the outset. And um, Musto built its reputation on uh, protecting people in the Southern Ocean, protecting working with the likes of Ellen MacArthur out, um, you know, when she was when she was sailing around the world. 
Um, but it's it's not just those um, those conditions where we need to protect people. It's like you say in in the sun, and um, we have uh, in in our evolution collection a, a sunblock, a long sleeve tee, and and short sleeve tee, and and polos, um, as well as the hats um, as well. These are these these tees, which we we also provide the the trust with. Um, they have uh, they they have UPF uh, fifty protection in them, um, and it's not a uh, not a treatment that's kind of added afterwards. It's it's by construction as well so it's it's a it's a it's a you know, protection that lasts and um you know that's that's really important that it the young people on the trust and the trust can can trust in not just the waterproof clothing but um these teas um as well that can provide uh, that protection in in the in the uh, out in the sun that they need and can you tell us and all the listeners uh what it is that must provide the trust with yeah, absolutely. So, um, obviously, having worked with the trust for since the outset, it was important that um, they needed the waterproof clothing that gets. So, it's uh, we provide the BR2 offshore jackets and salopettes to the trust for for the uh, for the young people to wear, and obviously the um, the skippers, um, but also with a um, a long sleeve tee as well. That's um, we had, each year we have a, a comp- we run a competition with the trust to um, to uh, to design um, the 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 uh, kind of graphic that goes on it as well and that that's that has great engagement with the um with the young people and it's some amazing stories that um that create those graphics that uh we've got um we've got a great one that's uh, that was in for last year and another one that's coming for this year too so um it's not just a case of providing kit it's it's a story that goes into into what goes on to it as well so we are releasing this episode at the start of sun awareness week uh, you're providing UV protection through your clothing. Do you think there is enough done to raise awareness in general of the harms of sunlight on unprotected skins? I think there's still a lot more work that can be done. There are some countries which you go to, um, Australia, for instance, everyone is very, very conscious of um, of sun protection there. All the sailors out on the water have got, you know, layering themselves up in, in sun cream. In the UK, because <laughs> we don't get quite so much sun, um, people... Um, as soon as there's a moment of uh, you know blue sky and the sun's out, people are straight out there and uh, and uh, and trying to trying to get some get some tan. And I think it's really important that people are aware of the risks um, when they go out to do that. Yes, it's it's good to good to feels good to have a tan. It feels good to be out in the sun, but it's um, it's being aware of of the risks that are involved in that. Certainly, Musto and the Ellen MacArthur Cancer Trust have had a partnership for 17 years now. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about why Musto are so happy to support the trust? Yeah, I mean, obviously the relation started with uh, with Ellen when um, when she started out with her her campaigns and her projects, and um, it's Ellen's really the the inspiration behind it. Um, obviously, with the campaigns that she had sailing around the world and, and what she achieved with that, but then also what she set out to achieve with the trust as well, and and helping the young people uh, uh, you know, recover from from cancer. And it's you know going to the events and, and meeting and. Um, and you know, a lot of our Musto um, employees and colleagues um, join some of these trips as well, and um, they come back just completely inspired um, by by these young people, and um, and they just can't wait to you know next time there's an opportunity to volunteer and help as well. They they've got their hands straight up, and and it's 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 really seeing the emotional connection that um, that my colleagues at Musto have that uh, and myself as well with the with the trust that makes it all worthwhile and um, and such a such a fantastic um, cause to you know, charities to support
So we're all talking over Zoom because uh, we're still locked down because of the coronavirus. Uh, our first episode last week was all about isolation. Uh, so do go, do go and check that out. But also, can I just ask the room, uh, how are we all doing with staying at home and uh, what are we doing to pass the time? Um, well, as I'm sure most of you know, I'm a, I'm a nurse and at the moment I'm not working, but I, I am sure I'm going to be called up to go back to work very soon. But I've also enrolled to do my day skipper theory course online. So I'm doing that at the moment. That's very cool. And there's a lot of support for that in the room. There's a lot of head nodding and smiling and walking <laughs> action. Jade, what are you up yeah. to? Um, uh, my mum and I have been um, learning to do British Sign Language course online. Um, unfortunately, I've, I've quit my job and it kind of came to a bit of a tail end. So I have not currently got a job at the moment. So I'm kind of planning my week out and stuff and on my mirror as you can probably see behind me I've got um little notes of like stuff to do like, throughout the week and stuff just kind of to keep myself going and obviously I'm walking the dog all the time and um but yeah just kind of doing stuff to kind of keep my mind going really. How's the BSL going? Really good thank you I took my um first section test the other day the first time I took it I got I think 17 out of 20 so it's going okay. <laughs> Jeremy, what have you been up to? Uh, so I'm, um, I'm a first year university student. So um, the university doesn't seem to realise that we're in the middle of a global crisis and we still have all of our coursework deadlines. So um, I've been pretty much working on that the entire time. Um, I've finished all three of them now and then we've got exams coming up too, virtual exams. So not really sure how that's going to work, but it would definitely be interesting. Uh, so just kind of going to start revising for those. Um, I was really looking forward to doing some baking, but um, I live in London and there is no flour anywhere. So I um, haven't been able to do any baking yet, but I'm looking forward to the day when we finally see it in supermarkets and can start doing some baking again. So does looking forward to studying mean you haven't started yet? Oh no, I'm looking forward to baking, sorry. Um, I, I have been studying, I have been doing my coursework, um, but I haven't revised for my exams yet. So um, we'll see how that goes. Well, I hope none of your lecturers are listening to that. I hope they're not too. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what we do at the end of each trust trip is we set a big circle and we share our best bits, our worst bits and our funniest bits. If you can somehow tie in this week's theme of uh, staying safe in the sun, well done. You'll get extra points for that, but don't worry if not. I'm going to come to Rosie first and I'm going to ask you about your, your worst bits. Well, you know, I don't really have a worst bit because I love all the trips. But I think the one thing I, is that um, I think it's going to have to be saying goodbye to all the wonderful young people we meet on every trip. It is hard saying goodbye to everyone. Yeah, um, as I remember um, from last summer, it was my first season last year and all the waving as the buses and taxis head off to the train station. It's always quite an emotional moment, but uh, always a good sign as well that everyone's had a really good time and they don't really want to leave. So that's, it's, it's worse, but also really nice that it's all, there's been a good week. I think it's really nice as well, because very often when, pe when the young people arrive for their trips, they don't really know what to expect or what they're coming to. And they're very often very quiet and subdued. But on the last day, they're all chatting, happy, laughing, and it's just lovely to see. They are not quiet and subdued on the Thursday. So I'm going to come to Jeremy. Uh, let us know your funniest bit. Uh, so my funniest bit would probably be on the first trip uh, that we did with uh, the Ellen MacArthur Cancer Trust. 
uh, we were inside, so staying out of the sun for a little bit. That helps the current theme. Um, and um, we were playing a game of Articulate after a day of sailing. And uh, Leah, who was one of one of the people on our on our first trip, she uh, picked up a card um, to kind of, and then had to obviously kind of explain kind of what it was without kind of using the word itself. And the way she described it was, it's on a woman's body and it squeaks. It's on a woman's body and it squeaks. So our minds were kind of going a little bit crazy thinking about what this might be. Um, the, the card was titmouse, which is of course a, a type of bird, but she had interpreted that an entirely different way. Um, so it's still something that we reference and laugh about now, even a couple <laughs> of years on. One of those things that um, doesn't ever quite leave you once you've said it. It's, it's kind of, it's, it's who she is now. <laughs> and uh, Jade, please tell us about your best bit. I would say just generally meeting like new people and just having a good time, having a good laugh, um, and having some good time playing games. Obviously, sometimes inside, away from the sun, um, and just good games for like duration of the, of the trip, really. And the people you meet. So you, you mentioned that um, with Leah, you were on the trip before with her as well. So are people? Do you all stay in touch between the trips? Um, yeah, I mean, Jeremy and I have been messaging recently because we were talking about flower and stuff. Um, and I always keep in touch with like Leah and stuff and a few other 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 people. So yeah, no, it's it's good, it's good. So before we go, we want to give a big shout out to the players of the People's Postcode Lottery for their support. Their backing continues to make a huge difference and Soundwaves is the latest way for us to help young people stop feeling alone and like the only one feeling the way that they do. And that is it for the second episode of Soundwaves. A huge thanks to Jade, Jeremy and Rosie for joining us. And a thank you to you two for listening in. Each new episode can be found hosted on the Ellen MacArthur Cancer Trust website at ellenmacarthurcancertrust.org. And we are now on Apple Podcasts and Spotify too. So please do follow and subscribe and rate us if you enjoyed. Until next time, take care. <laughs>